एच आई वी एड्स राइट्स ऑफ पीपल लिविंग विद एच आई वी एड्स जुडिशियल रिस्पॉन्सेज टू इशूज रिलेटेड टू एच आई वी एड्स सेवरल नेशंस हैव इनेक्टेड लेजिस्लेशन ऑन एच आई वी एड्स इन द एबसेंस ऑफ लेजिस्लेशन एंड जुडिशरी इन मैनी कंट्रीज हैव इशूड जजमेंट ऑन सेवरल इशूज रिलेटेड टू एच आई वी एड्स दिस जजमेंट रिफ्लेक्ट लीगल अप्रोचेज टू द एपेडेमिक रिस्पॉन्सेज टू डिस्क्रिमिनेशन इन एम्प्लॉयमेंट in the context of employment the plhas are often denied jobs and discriminated some private companies even terminate the services of hiv positive employees in a case filed by a hiv positive school teacher for transferring her from a teaching post to an administrative post a us court held that mere theoretical risk of transmission of hiv was not sufficient ground for change of job as she was still capable of teaching and denial of employment would do irreparable harm to the practitioner the above judgment is based on the fact that hiv aids is a progressive disease of the immune system and there are several stages in the course of an untreated hiv infection during the symptomatic phase the hiv infected individual are able to maintain productive lives and can remain gainfully and productively employed especially when they are properly treated with regard to employment the court in the canada and the us are all are of the view that if there is no significant risk of transmission removal of an employee from his or employment is a violation of the right to equality and right against discrimination however a hiv positive employee is not protected against discrimination if there is a significant risk of transmission to coworker the courts further held that if risk of comparable magnitude are acceptable in a work environment the risk posed by a person who is hiv positive cannot be considered significant the south african constitutional court in hoffman v south africa airways cct 17 28 september 2000 held that the constitutional right not to be unfairly discriminated against could not be determined by ill informed public perception of persons with hiv the denial of employment to a plha impairs his or her dignity and constitutes unfair discrimination violating the right to equality guaranteed by section 9 of the south african constitution third informed public perception is a crucial element of the causes of discrimination against plhas the australian as well as namibian courts have found that dismissing or excluding an officers or recruit on the basis of his hiv status constitutes unfair discrimination judicial responses in india in the landmark case mx zy AIR 1997 Bombay 406 The Bombay High Court held that it is arbitrary unjust and unlawful to dismiss a worker who is still qualified and fit to perform the requirements of the job who does not pose a risk to others on the job the court have also acknowledged that mandatory pre-employment testing is not acceptable any rule mandating medical fitness as a prerequisite to employment must have the objective of assessing the person's capacity to fulfill the job requirements and the extent to which 
she or he poses a threat to health hazard therefore it is unlawful to terminate an employee on the basis of hiv status unless she or he is not medically fit to do the job or there is a significant risk to the safety of other workers india is also one of the few places where compassionate employment is granted to survivors of the deceased hiv positive employee of the state upholding the right to earn a livelihood under article 21 of the constitution second response to discrimination in education in eliana marlin's school board of hillsboro country florida 861f 2d 1502 a us court held that if there is a remote theoretical risk of transmission of hiv and the student is otherwise qualified to be educated in a classroom she or he could not be excluded from regular classes it has also been held in the us that unless there is a significant risk of transmission it is unlawful to prevent an hiv positive student from attending schools regular education classes and participating in extracurricular activities in another us case it was held that it is a form of employment discrimination to bar hiv positive students or staff members of an educational institution from accessing public documents judicial responses to maintain confidentiality of health status of plhas although initial responses to hiv aids in many parts of the world propounded public disclosures and isolation these were seen to result in stigma and discrimination and in turn be deleterious in controlling the spread of the infection in an epidemic that witnessed unprecedented stigma and ostracism the disclosure of an individual's hiv positive status exacerbated prejudice and had a devastating effect on their lives people began avoiding access to a public health system which violated the confidence reposed in it and stigmatized them further this ultimately encouraged a hiv positive person to hide their status thereby driving the epidemic underground and making any attempts to control it ineffectual disclosure of hiv positive status has also led to gross discrimination whereby children have been expelled from school and denied their fundamental right to education as a consequences policies began to recognize non disclosure of health status as a part of a sound public health strategy and an essential human right response to control hiv aids confidentiality is also recognized in international instruments as a central component both of human rights framework and to the hiv aids response confidentiality has been recognized as a legal principle in various forms it has been established as a common law principle through several judgments and in various circumstances outside the framework of hiv aids in understanding confidentiality as a legal right and a corresponding duty courts have found that there should be a relationship between two persons the confidant and person who confides and the relationship should be one whose nature is dependent on factors of mutual trust or knowledge or skills or with the objective of imparting service common law has also seen the evolution of further principles with respect to confidentiality in the healthcare context for instance 
courts have found that a doctor is bound by duty not to disclose information obtained in his or her professional capacity without the consent of the patients unless she or he was compelled by law to do so courts have also held that where a physician determines that the patient poses a serious danger to a foreseeable victim then the physician owes a duty to warn and protect the third party courts have also found that the right to confidentiality is vital in cases of hiv aids this has been done by balancing the public interest to maintain confidentiality against the public interest to disclose courts have held that hiv positive status falls within a legally recognized zone of privacy and that involuntary or non consensual disclosure of hiv test results could undermine the public health interest as it discourages persons from getting themselves tested for hiv where a newspaper disclosed that doctors in a hospital were hiv positive and threatened to disclose their names the hospital obtained an injust injection for the same from the court the court found that the public interest in preserving the confidentiality of doctors with hiv outweighed the public interest in the freedom of press to public such publish information and that the latter public interest would not be impeded due to non disclosure of the names courts have also held that there is an obvious public interest in preserving the confidentiality of those who are hiv positive particularly healthcare workers who report that they are hiv positive if healthcare workers are to be encouraged to notify their status then it is essential that all care to be taken to protect the confidentiality of such reports where a physician shared the patient's hiv positive status with a patient's dentist the court found that the physician's duty to maintain confidentiality was axiomatic where a healthcare worker revealed a patient's hiv positive status and identity without the patient's permission but with approval of her superiors she and her employer were found liable where a healthcare institution failed to maintain the hiv positive status of a surgeon in their employment it was held to be a breach of his right to confidentiality some courts have even gone to the extent of holding that a municipality which did not train its employees in the need for confidentiality of hiv aids related information would be liable for improper release of that information examining the body of jurisprudence on this issue it is evident that legislatures and courts have gone to lengths to protect the confidentiality and have often found that the same must be protected on grounds of privacy and public interest however confidentiality is not a principle without exceptions and statutes and judgments have initiated these as well but always conscious of the fine balance that requires to be maintained between general protection and exceptional disclosure the law also envisages situations where it may be necessary to disclose the hiv positive status of an individual irrespective of the consent being obtained these situations can be briefly described as follows first cases where notification to public authorities is required by law 
second cases where disclosure is necessary in the public interest third cases where disclosure is necessary for the administration of justice fourth cases where disclosure is necessary for treatment of the patient and fifth cases where disclosure is necessary to protect another person response to maintain maintenance of confidentiality in india there is no specific law to maintain confidentiality of the health status of plhas in india according to the judicial interpretations of the supreme court article 21 of the constitution of india guarantees every citizens including plhas the right to live with human dignity and to safeguard his or her privacy the concept of confidentiality is really related and derives from the fundamental right of privacy that every person has the right to a sphere of activity and personal information that is exclusive to her or him and that she or he has the right to disclose or not to disclose this information as she or he considers in her or his best interest in india judicial developments in the sphere of confidentiality related to the health status of plhas is very limited in one case mr x v hospital z 1998 8SSC 296 the supreme court suspended the right of a hiv positive person to marry although the judgment recognized that the right to privacy and the duty of physicians to maintain confidentiality it held inter alia that the code of medical ethics formulated by the medical council of india creates an exception to confidentiality when public interest is at stake and where there is an immediate or future health risk to others the court found that the disclosure of the appellant's hiv positive status to a prospective spouse was not violative of the principle of confidentiality since the spouse was saved by such disclosure the court however failed to lay down any conditions and protocols by which such disclosure was to be made It also added that an HIV positive person who marries and transmits the infection to the spouse could be criminally liable under section 269 and 270 of the Indian Penal Code which criminalize those who perform a negligent or malignant act likely to spread a disease dangerous to life In 2002 however the Supreme Court set aside its own observation with Evis the right for ma- marriage privacy confidentiality and criminal liability but also stated that in the facts of the particular case the appellant's right was not affected due to revelation of the hiv positive status to relatives of the prospective spouse although jurisprudence roots confidentiality in the principle of privacy This has not been the interpretation of courts within the constitutional framework nor has it been reflected in statutory law thus making it purely a common law principle the few regulations that do deal with the issues of confidentiality in india do so with the object insensitive and lack of thorough analysis principles and suggestions of uh, enacting laws to maintain confidentiality India immediately needs a specific legislation to protect the right of privacy and confidentiality. It must incorporate in the law certain provisions based on the following principles and suggestions. 
Every person has the right to privacy, that is, the right to determine for themselves as to when, how, and to what extent information about them is communicated to others. Every person has the right to confidentiality of personal information, including their HIV status, sexual and drug use practices, gender expression, sexual orientation, livelihood, etc. The right to confidentiality should be ensured in various settings including diagnostic testing centers, counseling services, healthcare institutions, the workplace, during research, educational institutions, the judicial system, insurance sector, adoption and child, children's care homes, in the media and any other setting that may collect, access and record information on HIV and or vulnerable status. Data protection mechanisms should be provided in all settings to ensure the maintenance of confidential information. Disclosure of HIV-positive status may be permissible in very specific circumstances, that is, when the person concerned gives informed and written consent for disclosure of his or her status. When such disclosure is in the best interest and welfare of the patient's treatment, when HIV-positive status is required to be revealed to a court for the administration of justice, when disclosure is necessary to protect another identifiable person who is in imminent risk of being infected, when disclosure of HIV-positive status outweighs the public interest to maintain confidentiality and when disclosure is required by statute. Disclosure of HIV positive status in the aforementioned circumstances is only permissible after following a specific and detailed protocol as prescribed. An HIV positive individual who knows of her or his status has a duty to inform the same to his or her sexual partner, needle sharing partner, blood bank, adoption agency in case she or he wishes to adopt, and an adoption agency has the duty to inform a child's HIV positive status to prospective parents. Other judicial responses to issue related to HIV AIDS. First, Goa High Court. Earlier, Panjim Bench of the Bombay High Court on the Constitution Validity of Section 53 of the Goa Public Health Act 1987. Srimati Lucy R. D'Souza filed a writ Petition in the Bombay High Court, Panjim Bench, challenging the constitutional validity of Section 53 of the Goa Public Health Amendment Act 1987. This section provides for compulsory collection of blood for investigation of HIV AIDS by public health officer on the grounds of reasonable suspicion that a person is suffering from HIV AIDS. Isolation of a person found to be a positive for HIV AIDS by serological test and Precaution to be taken in the case of patients suffering from HIV-AIDS, the petition challenged the provisions on the grounds that provision for isolation is based on wrong scientific material foundation, object sought to be achieved by isolation is nullified by the provision, discretion to isolate is unguided and uncontrolled, and provision for isolation is procedurally unjust in the absence of the right of hearing. The High Court was not convinced by the argument placed before it by the petitioner. It upheld the constitutional validity of the section as reasonable and not violative in either Article 14 or 19 or 21 
of the constitution the division bench comprising mr v a mehta and mr g f koto jj upheld the goa government's order providing for isolation of hiv aids patients for 3 months the division bench accepted that isolation was an invasion upon the liberty of person yet in matters like the individual's right has to be balanced against public interest it further held that isolation would protect an hiv aids patient from himself in case he becomes desperate and loses all hopes of survival finally the judges felt that with the rising number of hiv aids cases all over the world the current preventive measures had failed to check the spread of hiv and hence segregation was necessary second madras high court on illegal detention of women the tamil nadu government had ordered the continued detention of four women who were undergoing sentence under the immoral traffic prevention act 1986 on the ground that they were hiv positive mr shamala natraj filed a writ petition in madras high court seeking the release of these women the high court ordered the release of the women in july 1990 third supreme court directions in common cause case to adopt appropriate measure to ensure effective monitoring of blood banks a voluntary organization called common cause filed up public interest legislation litigation in the supreme court of uh, india in march 1992 under article 32 of the constitution as the petitioner felt the laxity in licensing and monitoring of the blood banks to be violating and fundamental right to life guaranteed under article 21 the supreme court admitted that the matter in march 1992 and issued show cause notice to government of india and all the state government the common cause prayed for a writ of mandamus or other appropriate directions to the authorities to adopt appropriate measures to ensure proper licensing and effective monitoring of the blood banks operation operating all over the country in strict compliance of the rules under the drug and cosmetics act 1940 it also sought an action plan or rather a specific performance of action from the governments aimed to overcoming the deficiencies of the operation of the blood banks legal strategy required for hiv aids law we need an hiv aids law to stop the spread of the hiv disease we need a comprehensive legislation in the form of an hiv aids prevention and rehabilitation of victim act the legal strategy for en- enhancing hiv aids laws in india are given below it must first harmonize state laws with the national policy on hiv aids second regulate public health standards for sex workers third provide privacy and re- redress against discrimination in their workplace fourth abandon the policy of compulsory testing for hiv of specific groups fifth promote ethical values related to sex sixth frame laws on hiv aids based on up to date scientific knowledge of the disease its causes and effects seventh supplement and complement the medico social strategy to fight the diseases eighth replace punitive approach with the preventive and rehabilitative approach ninth frame laws in conformity with human rights jurisprudence tenth protect individual communities from life threatening infections such as hiv aids eleventh recognize the basic needs of the hiv aids patient and protect them from unjust and inhuman discrimination 
encourage people to voluntary testing for hiv 13th advocate education for prevention 14th protect confidentiality and privacy of those infected with hiv aids 15th create a well equipped communication system and centralized information service on hiv aids 16th give tax relief to persons and organization who support and serve those infected with hiv aids 17th establish a central agency to coordinate the efforts of those working to prevent hiv aids and 18th identify priority areas for hiv legal policies some of the legal provisions that must be included in the aids law are listed below means to check the spread of hiv aids emphasizing the dignity and right of the hiv aids patients encouraging voluntary testing among the people setting up hiv aids surveillance clinics prohibiting the isolation of hiv aids victims maintaining the secrecy about the identity of the patient not making any discrimination by state on the ground of individuals hiv status in matter of employment education and travel etc regulating the services to be to the patients by medical response personnel the ensuring of medical personnel working among hiv persons punishing for breach of confidentiality among the identity of the hiv aids person mandatory screening in manufacture of blood related products providing facilities for confidential testing security and rehabilitation of the victim compulsory testing of blood when donated severe punishment to intravenous drug users for sharing needles and other drug equipments with other users disciplinary action against healthcare workers and other medical personnel for not providing adequate care to patients suffering from hiv aids declaring hiv aids patient as disabled and thereby entitling them for special protection ensuring of education of the masses on the issue by the state punishment to hiv positive aids patient for sexual contact with another or donating blood organ or transfer of body fluids such as semen blood vaginal secretion tissues after knowing that he or she is infected with the virus special care of special children born out of hiv positive mothers and persuading personnel engaged in csws to undergo test for hiv voluntarily recommendations of international conference for a model global aids law an international conference aimed at addressing the issues of law and humanity and public policy was held in new delhi in december 1995 it was organized by indian law institute under the auspices of the ministry of health and family welfare with the cooperation of the undp and the who it emphasized the need for a concrete approach to the legal issues presented by hiv aids which would not only protect the society against the spread of the infection but also respect the dignity and fundamental human rights of those who are infected or suspected of being infected and their families and associates